so we want to get this minute going. I think so. Welcome to Pro Minute DS, everybody. Yes, yes. It's uh, another week watching this movie. Minute by minute. This masterpiece. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you, you, you go in so early. <laughs> you go in so early saying that it's a masterpiece. I think James it's... is the positivity this world needs. Okay, I guess you're right. Speaking of positivity, we, we do have a special <laughs> guest with us here today. We got Taylor here. Oh, me. Hey. Yeah, I, I thought you said special guest. I, didn't, I thought, of my, thought of myself as just kind of like a regular guest, but special yeah, what, cool? is the, what is the difference between regular guest and special guest? Is that like a... I'll let you know by the middle of this episode. You'll figure out what's so special about it, I guess. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like a surprise, right? Yeah. Oh, well, you'll get stuff. a... It's a little surprising. I'll, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. It just means right. Taylor was touched by God, as my grandma would say. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Special. Oh, Jeff. No. Come on. <laughs> uh, James and Taylor host the podcast Inside Jerks on Buzzcast. Yes. Um, I yeah. just listened to. Uh, probably my favorite podcast episode of all time, which is called Seamanville. Yes. Uh, we all got together to record uh, right when the pandemic started and they started shutting everything down. And it is oh, filthy. Yeah. Wow. And it is a beautiful little time capsule of where we all were at that time. And it is something I think everyone should listen to. Yeah, it's an odd um, little thing. It's just back, so... back when we could laugh, back when we could laugh merrily. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we all thought it was going to be over in about a week. <laughs> sure. Or yeah. It didn't quite happen. Yeah. Or conversely, we thought it was going to be the end of the world and nothing mattered at all. Yeah. So we all mm. killed each other and slept with each other. And me and in James. Order. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yep. that's oh, how we got to do it. Uh, but we're here to watch minute nine. Of yeah. You guys normally like woohoo it when when things are announced, or is that out of place? Me woohooing? Oh no! Oh, no, it's no, it's good. Yeah, it's nice. This movie's fantastic. You can uh, woohoo anytime you'd like. Cool, yeah, James. Get ready. Thank you. S- strap in for a <laughs> roller coaster. Um. So we when we last left off, um, young. Oh Lord, what's her name? <laughs> uh, young Shaw. Shaw was uh, getting she was dreaming and David was watching through uh, some kind of VR headset her dreams and she dreamt of being by apparently a body of water with her father I don't, we don't know it's her father yet oh okay <laughs> she was just dreaming of an older man yep. by, <laughs> by water body of water yep. okay everybody ready Let's yeah. do it. Why did I call it? It's a bit echoey. I think, is that part of the movie or what? Patrick Wilson just naturally talks Whatever like that. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> How do you know it's beautiful? Because that's what I choose to believe. What do you believe? And it's, and it's not just her next to water, it's images flowing in, and now... Okay, so it was it was blurry because it was a dream sequence. Yeah. yeah. Also, they should drain that tank of pee. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, what was with the pee tank? Yeah. If it was drained to pee, it wouldn't be a pee tank anymore, so then... Yeah, that's true. Actually. You wouldn't want to confuse it with the drinking water tank. Ooh, that'd be a nasty surprise. Basketball. Okay, the introduction oh. of the basketball. Yeah, David's a baller. Message. There you All go. Right. Hell that yeah. Was wow. That was our Very minute. Cool. Flawless. Still a flawless movie. <laughs> wow. What a minute it was. Yeah, that was exhilarating. Um, Ayler, you're the first guest to actually hear audio when we watch the movie. Yeah. How did you, how did you feel about yeah, that yeah. audio production? Well, let me, let me walk you through the way that I felt about it, okay? So everything's oh, going hunky-dory. Uh, and we start playing the clip, right? We start playing the minute that we're going to be talking about. And as uh -huh. we start playing it, I, recognize, I start realizing it's kind of like echoey and weird sounding. And I'm wondering, like, what the heck is wrong with this stuff? And then you guys say it's part of the movie. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But, like, I'm watching this thing, and it's like, it's fine. And uh, the sound was fine. But at the same time, I didn't really get much out of it because there was barely anything spoken. And, uh, you know, it's fine. So I feel both blessed and also at the same time just uh, pretty, pretty okay about it. So thank you. Yeah, you're you're welcome. right down the middle. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I'm glad we <laughs> No, no, no. It, it's, facilitate it's, that. <laughs> I am so thankful to be uh, the first person to actually be hearing audio because for everybody else who hadn't heard audio previous to this, uh, you might be missing out a little bit. So, Is it, is it <laughs> ironic that the, the first audio we hear is actually purposely um, jumbled? <laughs> I, I love that. I love it. Yeah, there's a little bit of an ironic twist there. It's like, oh, we'll give you audio, but it'll be um, a little bit fucked up. That's like a... It, it's a dream sequence, and of course, things in dreams are never never crystal clear. That's as if, uh, hey, here's here's audio clip, uh, but it's the scene where a car alarm is going off for five minutes, so do what <laughs> yeah, you will with yeah. that. You know? Oh, that's the best <laughs> movies when, when movies do that. It's like the car alarm just will not stop, and it's like, oh, come on. No, but well, I, I will like, say, um, uh, I saw this this movie in the this is my background with this movie. I saw this movie in theaters yes, yeah. um, in, Lon in London, like about maybe two weeks before it came out in the U U.S. Um, and it was a really cool experience because it was in 3D um, and it was one of the few theaters at the time that I had been able to actually drink a beer uh, inside the theater at the same time. Oh, that's the best. And this this particular sequence with her, uh, you know, the kind of flashbacks of her childhood and stuff. Uh, through whatever technology David is uh, going through. Um, it was really cool on the big screen in 3D, all these little particles and pixels and images overlaid over one, one another. I thought it, it worked out really well. And uh, it was also a cinema that had fantastic sound. And so that sort of echoing uh, garbliness kind of surrounded you in such a way that worked pretty, pretty well, I must say. This is the first time I heard that it was in 3D. Is that was that like filmed in 3D? Is it something oh, yeah. they just added to it, or? Huh. Oh, I'm pretty pretty sure it was filmed. It was shot in 3D, or is it at least conceived in 3D? Because um, there are certain like the opening scenes of the movie. Well, actually, I don't know. Can we talk about minutes that are outside of this minute? Oh, the Only previous back. ones. Yeah, yeah. Back. Okay. Yeah. The the previous minute, uh, like the first few minutes when the, when you see them. Uh, coming into either is it a planet that you're coming into there's there's basically these big aerial shots of like waterfalls and like uh different uh biomes uh, within the planet and stuff like that those shots in particular were like incredible to see on the big screen especially in 3d um but uh yeah the regular just regular two shots of people and whatnot of are also kind of kind of pop out 
Uh, and I'd say it was, at the very least, conceived to be presented in 3D because it was handled very well. I mean, you've got Ridley Scott at the helm of this thing, so what more do you want from, you know, auteur that knows technology and such? I think if I'm watching a 3D movie, I want th- I want things, like, directly shoved into the camera. Popping out at you. <laughs> yeah, eight, like, chainsaws going towards the camera. Uh, yeah, People yeah, throwing jelly beans at it. This minute Say definitely that. did not have chainsaws coming at you. It didn't have a chest burster maybe coming out of your somebody's chest into your face. That would have been pretty neat. It had, uh, it had a person's dream and a robot playing with a basketball. Not even playing with it just yet. Just holding it, basically, right? Uh, like maybe one bounce? True. Maybe one bounce. Mm-hmm. James, you are the alien expert? Yes. Could you tell us how many times there was a uh, face hugger inside the basketball? Because that I do not know. Uh, was that a reference no. to Alien Resurrection, the basketball? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh I don't know. I'm sorry. Nice. Oh, come on. I, sna- I snagged your question. I'm sorry. That wasn't my question, but that was a better one than I was going to ask. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's even worse. No. Uh, I think it. Yeah. I think it might be a reference to like basketball still exists in the future to try to bridge it to Alien Resurrection. <laughs> I think it was oh, for the want, general to make it make it relatable. Yeah. The general audience uh, that w- that are watching this and this clip in particular, I think it's the basketball is within the sequence so that the audience knows that yes, uh, everybody who is a huge fan, which is most of the audience who are seeing these films, huge basketball fans, huge ball heads, right? Um, yeah. Definitely, they they want you to know that yes, we hear you, uh, and we are taking uh, part of this movie. We're taking a piece out of it just to show you that we still do care about you and your ball heads out there. Um, you know, we're part of this real world, and even though it's hundreds of years later, that you know, there's still the heart and soul of a humanity, which is ball. So, okay, James. It also represents like a, a planet too, right? Like a- <laughs> Whoa. Planet is round. Oh man! The basketball when he bounces the basketball in his hand, it's almost like he's God. Whoa! Yeah, That's some foreshadowing. Oh. Maybe some foreshadowing there. He's holding the planet. It's like, oh boy! So, That's crazy. Dicky, do you like this movie now? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this scene is grown. This, this scene is grown on me a little bit. So. <laughs> So, so Ridley Scott's plan on putting basketball in here to connect with normies is what turns the tide for Dickie. Yeah, I'm like, I like that. It's relatable. It's relating yeah. to the common man, you know? It's like, you know, go down the street, play some b-ball, right? My favorite b-ball oh. is baseball. Oh, okay. Yeah, baseball's another me. one. That's another, another b-ball. My favorite is bocce ball, Dickie. Bocce ball, oh boy. Yeah. What's your favorite b-ball? Uh, I'm going to have to go with... Uh... Oh, no, I'm out. <laughs> well, are there any other ones? But... Oh, I got one. Uh... Basketball, come on! Oh! Basketball! Oh, no. <laughs> Deep cut. I haven't seen that at Dog's Age. I did watch Freddy Got Fingered the other night and had a blast. It's <laughs> so Isn't good. it the best movie ever? It's, it's, it stands up so well. I was so surprised. You gotta If you took away the skateboard scene in the beginning and just started it after, yeah. it would be the most perfect movie ever. Wait, you don't like Borden? 
yeah, yeah, yeah I just think yeah, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit in the in the movie. I think Tom Green likes skateboarding, and it just yeah. my only complaint about a perfect motion picture. Okay, uh, okay, that's fair. Just a light complaint, James. I thought he was testing the gravity of the ship with the basketball. I couldn't think of any <laughs> other reason why a robot would possibly want to play sports. <laughs> I didn't want to. I was going to mention something from um, a, a later minute, so I won't. Oh, you can't. Um, you gotta hold. Gotta hold back. I know it's hard. I, know, I think it's. I, know uh, it's I think it's something of an idea of um, like David liking uh, relics of the past. But there are several, Ooh. several things throughout the movie that are like things that exist in the past, and some of them make more sense than others. He's got so like basketball a, set gramophone of like beethoven or something like that uh well he does watch old films but there's a there's an object i'm back to hating the movie again now like there's there's an object that idris ilba has and it's um a it's just hilarious that (laughs) that would still exist hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on on. icky went from suddenly enjoying this movie to then Making up something in the movie <laughs> not and liking not liking it. it because of something he made up. <laughs> That's right, James. That's James, right. Can, or, uh, Taylor, can you tell us your history with the aliens motion pictures? Oh sure. Um, Before I just get so mad at Dicky for come on your self destructive <laughs> hatred of Prometheus. I will My say self destructive. Uh, this this minute alone has made me re- recognize again that um, the fact that he's got the basketball that basketball must be an antique basketball. That's pretty yeah, cool. Sure. That's pretty cool. Um, no, my my particular like history with Alien uh, is probably you know when I was about seven years old and shopping at uh, Blockbuster for like previously viewed movies or something, and I picked up a copy of Alien. Because I was seven years old and I was not allowed to watch that sort of thing. Um, cut to three years later when my my parents or I'm with my mom watching. There's something about Mary in theaters and cackling at old man, uh, old lady uh, breasts and such. Uh, but there there are certain things that I couldn't see. So for some reason, Alien was one of those things that I just couldn't see. And after watching it, I, I learned why. It was, it was really just kind of gross and and. Uh, unnerving, and it was unlike anything else I had seen. So immediately, I became obsessed with it. Um, sure. There was there was the look, and by by this time, I had I had been introduced to Star Wars a couple uh, years earlier, and it would take another couple decades to make me really realize why I liked both Star Wars and Alien so much. And especially with Alien, is that that lived in that sort of look yeah. of of the control panels have some schmutz all over it. There's dirt and. Uh, you yeah. know, the characters have like filled their areas with uh, porno mags stuck on the walls and stuff like that. And that's um, part of what—that's part of my complaint about this movie—is everything's so fucking clean. Like, I agree. It's it's I, sterile and like it, it's it's it even like it, it it affects the story. It really does. In my I opinion. agree, well, but it's, it's um... the same. It's the same argument with like Star Wars, though, where it's like Episode sure. One, you've got these like really clean ships and whatever. But then when you really think about it, it's like, well, yeah. Uh, it, it gets to a certain point in time where things stop getting produced the way that they were. Uh, there's some there's some uh, <clears throat> thing of power that comes in and decides to wreck everything that was good previously, and so now everything is kind of like shoddily made and put together and 
things are not as well-kempt as they were in the past, and I think that's what happens with, uh, obviously, the Whalen yutani stuff, and especially these being just sure. a bunch of truck drivers, you know, in the middle of space, in the middle of nowhere. Everything will yeah, get screwed yeah. up. James, yeah, that's what, I, to... that's what I was going to say. With the original Alien, it's like a... Um... It's like a ore collection, whereas this is like a scientific mission. So they have this like right. nice fresh ship, ah. and the technology is like it's older technology in the original Alien movie because it's like not as well funded. It is just like sure. a, a garbage barge, essentially. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. This, okay, uh, so that, that makes sense. Yeah. This Prometheus uh, timeline being so, or or uh, mission being so closely linked with somebody with so much money that. Of course, everything not only doesn't need to be sterile for the scientific purposes, but like, uh, you know, you're just a hop, skip, and a jump away from actual funding and stuff. So you get everything real nice and clean and good and well working and stuff. Uh, but no, re- really, with 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 me, it's just I watched Alien. It it blew my mind. I don't know if I really understood it completely all the way through until maybe a few years later as I got older. Uh, but watching Alien, then Aliens. Uh, never caught Alien Three for whatever reason, uh, and I think it was just because it was maybe a little bit more brutal. And that one kind of like slipped past me as a little kid, but I mm-hmm. did see Alien Resurrection in theaters like Thanksgiving, nice. uh, whenever that was like ninety seven, ninety eight, and yeah. uh, that got me way reinterested again to go back and rewatch Alien. So then I tried to have in uh, slumber parties, and I had to like stop slumber parties because uh, kids were getting <laughs> too scared watching Alien. <laughs> and, I didn't, and I thought that I didn't know there was a problem, and I didn't know what the issue was, and I couldn't put sure. together that. Um, like, I was okay with this, but other people might not be okay with this, like, you know, Harry Dean Stan getting disappeared by an alien, and guts all yeah. over the place, and blood and whatnot, and, uh, I don't know, I, I've been, I've been obsessed with this whole thing. Giger, that, the, there's a, there's a book of uh, H.R. Giger's Alien mm. that, uh, I would rent, there's a hardcover book at the library that I rented probably, like, 50 fucking times every year, <laughs> just over and over again, just, like, just drooling over this guy's work and not understanding, like, why are these penises down people's throats and stuff? Like, what is this stuff? Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, being, like, a ten-year-old and just being fascinated by all this strange design and uh, <laughs> scariness of all. All <laughs> oh, these phallic images. <laughs> I was Black obsessed, goo. man. Black goo coming out of their eyes. No. Well, Did you hang that's... like pictures on your wall? <laughs> it's like, um, your I, mom walks I... in and she's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> no, I would draw. I would draw xenomorphs like nonstop. I was actually recently going through, um, looking at a bunch of comic scans of old Alien versus Predator comics. Um, uh-huh. I, I wanted to make some T-shirts, and uh, I was looking through these scans, and I recognized, "Oh shit, that's a cover that I drew like super detailed as much as I could, at least when I was like nine or ten years old, like in an old sketchbook, and started recognizing like how much." Um, uh, like my school of drawing was just me, like trying to replicate, uh, no pun intended, uh, xenomorphs and and just that mm. crazy bone structures and stuff like that. I, I love that stuff. So I've I've always been a huge huge fan of this stuff. Yeah. When I was uh, some uh, some insane designs. Uh sorry, Jeff. Go ahead. Um, when I was a kid, I'll say younger kid, I didn't read superhero comics. I had cool older neighbors that would give me pretty adult stuff and they had the dark horse um aliens books mm-hmm. and they are fantastic i was looking up some to see if i could remember them and they're all disgusting and the art yeah. is insane and i think they got a lot of like british 
artists and writers of like um, from like Judge Dredd and all that to to do the work, and it, it's they're all they hold up. Yeah, I, seriously, I was I was looking over hundreds of those recently, uh, just in the past couple weeks, and just mm-hmm. looking at the the detail, the gruesome uh, quality of it, the how everything is just drenched in liquid, even though it's just you know an image that you're looking at, like. Uh, the the broad strokes and different lines and and uh, stylization that each artist would bring to either the xenomorphs or the predators or whatever it may be, especially the queen alien. Um, there there's just so much uh, change and so much uh, difference between each artist that it, it kept things so fresh. And also, it being disgusting is great and very very adult. <laughs> and realizing, oh man, I was reading these when I was that age, like nine uh, when I was like nine years old or whatever. I like picking up picking up an aliens comic at like Seven Eleven back in the day, you know. For sure, just because yeah. Some, yeah. Just so showed some guy's chest burster coming out and him oh, like biting his lips off or whatever. It's like this is what I want, and uh, <laughs> this would be kind of poo pooed by my family here and there. Yeah, there was some great Dark Horse runs back in the day. They, they I think they did like a didn't they do a RoboCop? Uh, RoboCop was great. The Predator. Yeah, they did great. some good. They did some good RoboCop stuff uh, uh, back then too. Just a, a great, uh, it, and that's the thing. Thinking back on like all of the, like the Alien versus Predator comics and the Alien comics and the previous movies and stuff, it just makes me more angry about how bad I think this movie is. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know that sounds strange. Come but on, it's it's no. I'm serious though, James. You're always talking every every episode you start with. You say it's a fucking masterpiece. It's not a masterpiece. It's a beautiful movie. It's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. It's a beautiful the, movie. The sheen, for sure. the sheen, the sheen on it is very attractive to look at, but at its core, it does not have the the heart that the the previous Alien movies do. It just doesn't have it. Completely I don't feel agree. it. I don't I, feel it. Looking at like, looking at these I comics think, again made me recognize again that like oh within yeah. those movies every every one of these movies has a group of people who are uh, dirty and they don't care for each other. And sure. there are like fights that break out, and it's just like these weird. It's just rough, tough. Like, who else is going to be out there, you know, in the middle of nowhere doing this shitty job that nobody wants to take, right? And every- well, that's the thing. Yeah, every single every single one has it. The first one has the truckers. The second one has the marines, and the third one has the prisoners. It's 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 the theme. You know, every week I uh, I show my love for this movie, and like Dickie, you're just. Shut me down every single time, and I just well, like we're both passionate about I, it. I'm passionate about my dislike, and you're passionate about your like. Come I don't on. know, man. I don't know how much longer I could do this show. Really, you're gonna bail already? You're gonna bail so early? We're yeah, on the tenth minute. We're on the tenth episode. Man, I I don't know, man. I think I'm out. I can't do this. Oh, this is ridiculous. Okay. I just feel right I feel he's like I'm bullied out. on this show. It's ridiculous. I don't know. He's just, he's walking away, but he well, took James, the microphone with him. James, yeah, you're not the you're, mic you're not bullied. It's just we're 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 saying our views about things, and you know, uh, you know, the, the, this is what makes aliens great, right? It's conversation. It's it's people button heads up against each other and stuff. This is what's so great about this. Like, we're, nobody's beating beating you up or anything. Like, you don't need to yeah. leave. It's good. I just I can't I can't have you guys trashing this thing. I I'm okay, done. Now he's flipping me the bird. He's flipping me the bird. That's disrespectful, oh, Jeff. Don't I'm out. That. Double, Double birds. birds now. Double birds. I'm out. All right. Eat shit gone. and live, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, he just okay. farted too. Come on. <laughs>
Well, there he goes. Does this happen? Does this happen too often, or like? No, was, I mean this is the first time. It's only a, it's only our this tenth first... episode, but yeah. And he, and he's and he's always like this, like upset about it too. Like, but this is the first time he's actually walked off. Yeah, yeah, he's gotten a little bit vocal off mic Jeez. sometimes, so we oh, didn't want to so include he... it. In, yeah. Okay. But um, but yeah, I guess we need a new uh, co-host, Jeff. Right? Like, what do you? What's the yeah, plan? I don't want to butt in. I didn't want to ask, but uh, I think sure. I, 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 I'd argue that I love aliens more than James. I mean, you know. It's, it's, so. it's, it sounds like you know your shit. You're talking about the comics. You're going into details about that, and, and you're and you, you're obviously passionate. You were seven years seven years old when you first saw it. That's way younger than me. I think I first saw it when I was like thirteen or fourteen. So, all right, you know what? You got the job. Um, next episode, yeah. you and me and Dickie are gonna host the show. All right. Yeah, we'll okay, see. You I mean, on I, again, guys, Monday I don't, I don't want to like. Ru- no, you got the job. Don't worry about it. All right. I don't want to ruffle everybody. any feathers. Okay. Good night, guys. Yeah, we'll see you Monday. Bye. This was a Buzzcast Network production. Wow.